Time now for us to check in with Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria. What I want to know, Richard, is have you and the kids figured out what costume you're dressing up as for Halloween yet? <laughs> I think we're a long ways away from that. We uh, are not, Richard. We, we are not. We have a lot of ideas about what Halloween's going to look like. Our four-year-old has been an astronaut the last two years, and I think it'd be a safe bet that he may want to be an astronaut for a third year. <laughs> but he could also change his mind. Our eight-year-old has many ideas, and they change uh, weekly. And so we will no doubt have some very creative ideas that will be bandied about. But I feel a little bit like Dr. Henry did yesterday when she was originally asked about that and said, well... Let's just get through the start of school first, and then we can figure out Halloween. I think we need something to look forward to, though. You know, I and, and I know because I've already seen the Halloween candy and the costumes, whatever at Costco <laughs> already. And I, I think that that was just—it's on people's minds, being like, "Are we actually going to be able to do this?" And so I think yeah. there was this—you know—on social media anyway. I saw this reaction from people being, "Hooray! Like we're going to have some kind of Halloween because we so desperately need." nice things at this point. Yeah, I'd received a lot of emails about Halloween, about Halloween decorations, Halloween celebrations, and then obviously about trick-or-treating. And uh, I told everyone, I will ask Dr. Henry, let's just wait until after the start of school. And then yesterday, a reporter uh, in the Okanagan, I believe, asked at the technical briefing about Halloween, and we're not allowed to quote anything in the technical briefings, and so that's why I asked Dr. Henry in the actual briefing about Halloween. Because you're right, a lot of people have brought this up. People are even yeah. bringing up Christmas. You know, can you yeah. sit on Santa's lap? You know, can we do Christmas celebrations? What about caroling, which I assume will be out? We will get a lot more of the Christmas details, I think, as we get closer to December. But you know, it's it's on people's mind because you make a great point. So many people just want things to look forward yes. to. They, they want things to be excited about. They want things to plan. You know, our summer vacations we planned mainly all got thrown into the bin. You know, those family celebrations, gatherings, weddings, all of that, you just have to put to the wow. side. And so Halloween's one of those things. You're right. You can think about your costume. You can think about ways that you'll decorate your house differently. Yeah. You know, maybe open up the end of your driveway or your walkway to, to welcome people in so they're not coming right up to the door. There's lots of neat things that people could think about. So yeah, maybe we should start figuring out what Halloween's going to be all about. I now. think we should plan for that. And I just noticed this even like a week or two ago when I did, I will admit this, go online to maybe buy some outdoor Halloween decorations and <laughs> everything, Richard, was sold out. Everything. Wow. So I yeah, think so a lot of people saying? are thinking about it. Yeah, so we got to go get that costume. Bailey's really wanted a costume <laughs> from the movie Descendants, uh, oh, which was actually shot yeah. here in Victoria. So she loves it because we can go to all the places where it was shot. So maybe I should go get that. I think you better think about does. that. Yeah, you better do that. Uh, speaking of which, your kids, of course, also heading back to school today. Uh, yeah. That's the case for, you know, so many people right across the province. I think people are a bit nervous. Yeah, and I think, you know, my wife and I had a good cry about it last night. I Aww. think a lot of people feel emotional about this decision. School is a rite of passage. We have one going into grade four, one going into kindergarten. The grade four starts today. The kindergartner starts tomorrow. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have different thoughts about how they feel about the virus, how they feel about the plans. But one thing that is certain everybody feels is this is different. And a lot of this is let's uh, trust what's going on with the school and let's uh, send them back and see what this feels like and looks like. And yes, it's different every place in the province. I think where we see higher cases in Vancouver, 
Uh, in Fraser Valley, it's probably a little bit more nerve-wracking for yeah. parents as we've seen, you know, a little bit higher rate of community spread. Here on the island, we've had very, very few cases. Uh, there's less than 10 active cases on the entirety of Vancouver Island. And so uh, there's a little bit more confidence in all of that uh, from parents, I think. But it's just about understanding the rules, having those conversations with your kids at the beginning of the day that, you know, first off, you need to have that conversation about how they are feeling. Because if they aren't feeling well, don't push it. Don't tough it out. You know, this is the yeah. year where if you have the sniffles or you have a sore throat, stay home and see what it develops into. Uh, that is a, a rule now that you must do that health and safety check. Every single parent, uh, guardian in the province must have that conversation with a child going to school. And then it's just about letting them know that things are going to be different when you're waiting in common areas. Like we've been told that this morning when we're waiting to go in, we must uh, all wear masks, parents and kids on the school ground. Parents can't go into the school. All of these things are going to be different, washing your hands. And then today and tomorrow for kids, it's all about training on health and safety and understanding all those protocols a little bit better. Right. So in case you didn't tell your kids everything, they will get a refresher course when they return today. They certainly will. Now, I know that the province feels, it seems like, pretty confident in this back-to-school plan. And do you think that factors into all this early election talk? It's interesting, Simi. I think... If the back-to-school plan does not go well uh, in terms of seeing a number of cases in the schools and schools being required uh, either to close or have uh, large parts of the school isolate due to positive cases and spread in schools, I think it would be a near impossible sell for Premier Horgan to stand up and say, I think we should have an election while uh, they are struggling to deal with transmission in schools. If everything goes well, as they expect, and there are very minimal cases and there's positive returns from parents and students and teachers that things feel safe and they feel important, that they, like school feels like school, then I think it strengthens the possibility of an election. The language that Premier Horgan used yesterday really makes it sound like he's seriously thinking going to the lieutenant governor yeah. at some point this fall and saying, I need a fresh mandate around the spending of my recovery plan. Next week, uh, Carol James and John Horgan are going to unveil a $2.5 billion recovery plan, and it would be an easy sell for Horgan to say, well, I need British Columbians through an election to tell me that my plan to spend this $2.5 billion and all this other money they're spending uh, is okay, and the Liberals will present their plan for how they would spend the money as well. So I, I think it would... It would be a few rough days for Horgan on the campaign trail taking questions about a pandemic election, which he's already dealt with now for the last four weeks. Uh, but he'll have to really take those questions. But then I think the mind of voters will shift to what do these parties stand for and who's best to lead this province through a pandemic. Right. So that's, I know, I, I thought it was just like, oh yeah, this isn't going to happen. But now the more I hear, and especially after hearing the premier yesterday, I was thinking, oh boy, they really are thinking about this. And I wonder as well if, I know we're talking about David Eby here too, and ICBC, if there are changing fortunes at ICBC, if that doesn't also factor into this. Yeah. So we get the first quarter financial numbers today and, and David Eby was on with Linda Steele yesterday and he is strongly pointed to the fact that it looks like it's going to be strong financial numbers at ICBC, mainly because crashes are so far down due to the pandemic. And uh, good financials at ICBC mean that people could be getting, in essence, two rebates. If there is money made at the end of the year at ICBC due to 
uh, the pandemic largely, then there will be a rebate for all British Columbians. That money will go back to them, David Eby has promised. And in May, when the switch to no fault happens, we know there's going to be a savings. So British Columbians will be getting money back from ICBC again. So with that all in mind, and having ICBC in a much better financial footing, that's also a good sales job uh, for the NDP. But, you know, I still think there's a lot of push in the background from people whose job it is to win elections that they want an election. That's and they crazy. are pushing yeah. the rhetoric that the poll numbers are great, that John Horgan has done a good job at running the province through the pandemic, that the trust numbers with Horgan are so high. And those people in the back rooms are saying this is the time to go and they've gotten in the minds of some politicians that this is the right time to go whereas others and i think health minister adrian dix is in this camp it don't believe it's time to go during a pandemic so there's a real discussion happening within the ndp around this and we know the greens don't want an election they would continue to support the ndp through this but it really is up to the premier to say it's, it's up to him to decide if he yeah. wants to go to the lieutenant governor and do this now, do this in the spring, or do it at the next fixed election date, which is the fall of 2021. Well, I still think it's a mistake. Richard, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Simi. Have a great day. You too. That's Richard Zestman, our global news reporter over in Victoria. If you want to weigh in on what we were talking about there, Simi at cknw.com.